with Mike. Oi, bruv. Welcome back to Mouthing Off with Mike. If that is any indication of what we are talking about on this episode of Mouthing Off with Mike is all elite, scratch that, Mouthing Off with Mike is all in because we're talking AEW all in from across the pond in London, England, at the world famous Wembley Stadium. 80,000 plus wrestling fans are going to pack themselves to the rafters at Wembley for what's supposedly the biggest wrestling show in history. For this episode of Mouthing Off with Mike is all in, we are going to touch on the card. I'm going to take a look at each match, give you a deep dive into how we got here, what I think is going to happen, who I think is going to win, and what this could potentially set up for the near future next weekend for All Out, and potentially after All Out for the foreseeable future in AEW. What storylines are going to go where? Who's going to start beefing with who? We've got an awesome wrestling show Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon for my East Coasters, and I'm excited for it. I hope you are too. So let's get into Mouthing Off with Mike is all in London, and let's take a look at some of these matches coming up Sunday from London. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to off with Mike. Welcome into the show this week. We are talking AEW All in London match card on Mouthing Off with Mike. The first match that I want to go ahead and take a look at here is going to be a match that's not technically on the main card, but is on the Zero Hour, which will be taking place on YouTube for free. So the hour before All In, we all get a free match, which is probably going to be a banger, an emotional heart tugger when it comes to MJF and Adam Cole's bromance, because Better Than You, Bebe, is going to be taking on Aussie, 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 oi, 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 Aussie Open for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. This one could get interesting. We've seen over the last couple weeks, Roddy Strong, good friend to Adam Cole, has been cast aside, and Roddy Strong has been welcomed in the open arms of the Kingdoms, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett, former friends and former partners to Adam Cole back in the Ring of Honor glory days, which could set up some interesting things. Do the Kingdom come out, interfere in this match? Do they attack MJF and Adam Cole? Does Adam Cole turn on MJF during this match? Because these two have a main event title fight on the main card later on. This match, I'll tell you right now, this one's going to be very, very tough to call, but I will do my best. How we got here, though, has been dating all the way back a couple months ago to the Blind Tag Team Eliminator Tournament by AEW. After Adam Cole and MJF had themselves a draw on AEW Dynamite and an Iron Man match for the world title, these two a couple weeks would be paired together in a random tag team, much to the dismay of both of them. After a couple weeks of bonding and brother outings, these two would go on to win the Tag Team Eliminator Tournament and get a shot at FTR and the AEW Tag Titles. Now, they are unsuccessful in their journey, and they do not win the AEW Tag Titles. A couple weeks have went by, and now they want a set of tag titles. Adam Cole would like 
to challenge for the set of tag titles that he has never won. The challenge is set, Aussie Open accept, and now on the Zero Hour, we are getting MJF and Adam Cole taking on Aussie Open for the tag titles. A lot of different moving pieces here. Like I said, MJF and Adam Cole have the match later on, all in. So I think this one is going to end with a lot of shenanigans and a lot of chaos, and I think it's going to end with Aussie Open retaining their titles. Taking a look here at the next match that I want to cover for the all-in match card is going to be an ode to a match that we saw on the very first all-in, which is a women's four-way match. This go-around is going to be for the AEW Women's Championship. The champion, Hikara Shida will defend her title against Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Soraya, and former champion-turned-disgruntled actress-turned-a-little-crazy Tony Storm. I think this is going to be a good match here on the card. The only women's match as of now on the all-in card. I hope it gets the time it deserves since it is the only women's match, and I have a feeling that it's going to be a good match. Now, my winner of this match, I believe, is going to be Soraya. I think Soraya will get the win here and thus start the wedge with the outcast and Tony Storm. So I think that's where we're headed here with this story. Soraya comes back from a couple years not being able to wrestle. She comes back to AEW. She forms the outcast with Tony Storm and Ruby Soho. And now she's got a shot at the AEW Women's Championship. And I think in a fatal four-way match, this is her best chance to win the title. You know, she has the ability to kind of work her spots and kind of, you know, do her own thing and lay low at certain points in the match. So I think this is a good way to protect her as well as, as I think this is a great opportunity to get the belt on her. Even if it is for a short title reign, I think it would be awesome and add to the prestige of the Women's Championship for AEW. A match that was just recently added as of Wednesday on Dynamite with the return of Daddy Ass. Badass Billy Gunn has laid down the challenge. It has been accepted. We are getting a trios match for the trios championship. Winner take all. Whoever wins the titles also essentially can get Billy Gunn. If the House of Black win, they will retain their titles and Billy Gunn will retire formally. If the acclaimed win, Billy Gunn will not retire and they'll become the new trios champions. Now, I think this one is going to be a good match. I think it's going to be an emotional match. It's going to be awesome to see. And I think that the acclaimed are going to win the trios titles. I don't think daddy ass Billy Gunn, the badass Billy Gunn is going to be retiring just yet. So I think the acclaimed and Billy Gunn are going to win the trios championship, which could in turn set up some very interesting storylines with some new trios in the division. Next up, a match I want to talk about here, which had seen some changes as of Wednesday's Dynamite. Originally, there was going to be a coffin tag team match with Sting and Darby Allin taking on Swerve Strickland and AR Fox. As of Dynamite Wednesday, Swerve Strickland has fired AR Fox from the Mogul Embassy, and Christian Cage has taken his place, and it will be Swerve Strickland and self-proclaimed TNT champion Christian Cage taking on Darby Allin and Sting in a coffin tag team match at Wembley at All-In. Now, I'm not quite sure for the exact reason for the change of AR Fox out of the match. I was honestly excited for the match. Whether who was in it, whoever Swerve's partner was going to be, I was excited for it. If it was AR, cool. That was going to be awesome for AR Fox. What a moment for him. And with Christian being in the match now, I'm fine with that as well. 
Christian's got beef with Darby. Luchasaurus is taking on Darby for the TNT title at All Out. That's already announced. This works for me. I'm okay with this. I believe that Sting and Darby will get the win, and I think it'll be a great match on the card, and in turn set up some future storytelling with Christian, Darby, Luchasaurus. The other thing I want to touch on real quick is Wednesday's Dynamite. Christian Cage had finally gotten face-to-face with Nick Wayne, and we know Christian Cage loves tormenting wrestlers who have tragic stories, fathers who have passed away. He's done it to Darby. He's done it to Jack Perry. And now he's doing it to Nick Wayne. So he absolutely goes in on Nick Wayne and his father, which was intense. And dear Lord, that man, Christian Cage, he's a wild man, I have to say. This will be a fun match. I'm excited for it. Darby and Sting get the win in the coffin tag match. Stadium Stampede, a match that we saw during the pandemic at the Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium, which saw the Young Bucks, the Elite, with Matt Hardy take on the Inner Circle. This was a fun match at the time. Obviously, we couldn't have fans, so they were a lot a lot of different things that we saw, like Hangman on a horse, people getting run over by golf carts, crazy stuff, spots from the top of the stadium. For Wembley, I don't expect that same level, but I still expect an awesome match here, which is going to see the Blackpool Combat Club, John Moxley, Claudio Casanoli, Wheeler Yuta, and now after Wednesday's return to AEW, Santana and Ortiz, They'll be taking on Eddie Kingston, Pentagon, El Zero, Miedo, Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta, and Orange Cassidy in the Stadium Stampede match. I believe that the Blackpool Combat Club, Santana or Ortiz, will win this Stadium Stampede. There are a lot of motions when it comes to Eddie Kingston and his opponents here, especially John Moxley, Santana, and Ortiz. So I'm excited to see how this story progresses. And I know immediately out the gate, Eddie's going right for Claudio. And then them two boys are going to scrap for a bit. This will be a really fun match. And I expect a lot of antics and probably a, a couple odes to Terry Funk from John Moxley. We're going to get a trios match here. Kenny Omega, Kota Abushi, and Hangman Adam Page will be taking on Jay White and Juice Robinson of Bullet Club Gold and Takeshita. This match is going to be... A damn good trios match. A lot of people complain about Kenny not having a singles match, but I have no issues with this match. This is going to be a banger of a trios match, and I believe that Kenny, Kota, and Hangman will get the win here. This story with the Callis family and the Bullet Club Gold and the Elite, this stuff is far from over, and I'm sure that there will be some sort of match between maybe the Callis family or at least the Elite and Bullet Club Gold. Will Ospreay, Oi, Bruv, and Chris Jericho in a match that was supposed to take place back in 2021 is going to take place here in the year of 2023 at all in London. Now this one is going to be a good one. I think Jericho and and will sold this match on dynamite Jericho with a, a fantastic promo really got me bought into this match. And I have no doubt this could be a, a sleeper on the card. A lot of people are not too keen on Jericho versus Osprey. I think this is going to be a good match. I think Osprey is going to be able to get a spark out of Jericho that we haven't seen in a couple of his last matches. And I think these two are going to tear the house down. Will Osprey will get the win here for sure. We've got three matches left here on the card. Next up, I'm going to take a look here at the AEW World Tag Team Championship match, FTR, defending their titles against the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson. 
This one, ladies and gentlemen, every time these tag teams lock up in the ring, they go out there and they steal the show. This match is going to be insane in front of 80,000 people. Now, we know one of the members of FTR has some legal troubles with some gun stuff and flashing a gun. All that stuff aside, focusing solely on the match itself, I believe that the Young Bucks will beat FTR. I think there's a lot going on with FTR outside of this. So I think the Young Bucks will win this match. And I think Cash is going to take some time to sort out some of the legal stuff that's taken place over the last couple weeks. But no doubt in my mind, this is going to be a banger. Now we've got two world championships being defended on All In. We've got the real world champion, CM Punk, defending his title against Samoa Joe. And then we have MJF defending the AEW World Championship. He refers to it as Triple B against Adam Cole, his best friend. Taking a look first at the real world championship match with CM Punk and Samoa Joe, I believe CM Punk will retain his real world championship. I think this is going to be another damn good match. And I think this will set up at the end of All In. CM Punk confronting the winner of MJF and Adam Cole. And I believe that the winner of MJF and Adam Cole and still AEW World Champion MJF Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Better than you and you know it. Now I'm not quite sure who's going to turn on who, what kind of heartbreak we will get between this bromance here in the main event of All In, but notable MJF opened the very first All-In show in 2018, and he will close the biggest AEW show to date and one of the biggest wrestling events in history. So I think this is incredible. I think MJF and Adam Cole are going to have themselves probably upwards of probably like a 60-minute or just under a 60-minute banger main event match. I have a feeling this pay-per-view is going to be a long one for us overall when it comes to the match lengths. I think a few matches... Might be 20 minutes, maybe a 15-minute match. But I have a feeling that the main event will probably be the longest of the evening, nearing that 60-minute mark. I have that feeling. Now, what I would like to see and what I would hope to see after this main event match would be CM Punk, who just defended his real-world championship, come out and confront MJF and his AEW World Championship and set up MJF and CM Punk round two of that rivalry to decide on who is the real AEW champion. All In is slated to be a fantastic card with 80,000 plus fans in attendance coming in from across the world, coming in from all of the country surrounding London, England. I am super excited to watch this. I'm super happy for AEW and this accomplishment. I'm super happy for the roster. I'm super happy for everyone involved with this show who made it happen. I cannot wait to sit down. I should say, wake up at the crack of dawn Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m., get positioned, probably with a nice mimosa, maybe a a nice breakfast burrito, and kick off the pre-show at 9 Pacific Standard Time, 12 noon Eastern, with the main card kicking off 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. 1 p.m. Eastern time. And I have a feeling this show probably will go maybe three, three and a half, potentially four hours. I think they're going to give most of the matches time, and especially the main event match will probably get 
a lot of time here because there's a massive story there to be told between MJF and Adam Cole in that main event. I'm excited for it. I'll say it a thousand times. I love to see the success AEW is having because once again, I'll say it a thousand and one times on mouthing off with Mike when wrestling is thriving. We, the fans thrive as well. Whether you're a fan of WWE, whether you're a fan of AEW impact wrestling, whatever, when wrestling is executed at the level that it's been executed recently from all companies, we, the fans are the true winners at the end of the day. I cannot wait for all in. I cannot wait for all out the following weekend because I know that there's going to be some stories that are going to move right into all out and kind of pick up from all in. I know AEW is going to set some things up. There's probably going to be some surprises, probably be some crazy moments. And I have no doubt it is going to be a memorable show for generations to come on the AEW side. This will be, I believe, the first of many of these big stadium shows for AEW in the foreseeable future. Thank you so much for listening to Mouthing Off with Mike is All In. We will be back next weekend with Are You Not Sports Entertained, Episode 9. We will be back with Mouthing Off with Mike is All Out. So I'll be dropping another prediction episode, covering some AEW stuff when it comes to the All Out card next weekend as well. Episodes will go back to Saturday and Sunday, respectively, for WWE and AEW. Rest in power to Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt, who we lost this week. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, go out there, watch some pro wrestling, and enjoy it. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Mike, with Mouthing Off with Mike. Mouthing off with Mike. Mouthing off with Mike. Mouthing off with Mike. Mouthing off with Mike.